listen to this crowd, folks. It's definite. The Hawkeye faithful smell blood. Our stadium. Our city. Our state. Across Interstate 80 and up and down I-35. From the Missouri River to the Mississippi River. Capital to Old Capital. This is Hawkeye Country. It's that time. Time for the Nebraska Hawks Nest Podcast. Your Hawkeye oasis in a Nebraska desert. Swarm the 402 with Adam, the Miller Light Delight, and one of the greatest kickers in Hawkeye football history, Kyle Slicker. Now go Hawks! All right, all right. Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye oasis located in a nasty little Nebraska desert. Boys, it's Husker Hate Week. We uh, we got the, the corn shuckers on on Friday. I have some worries about this game, like I do every year. But um, my biggest worry is that there's rumors that we're going to be resting some players um, because regardless whether we win this game or not, we're, we're going to end up in the same place. We're going to end up in the Big Ten Championship no matter what. And Nebraska's playing to get into a bowl game. So, you know, we're really hoping that um, – that, hold on real quick. Matt, I think your mic is muted. It is. I've muted it. Okay. All right. I didn't know if I did that or not. But, okay, so <laughs> my, my big worry is that they're going to come to play and they're going to be hungry and we're going to be on cruise control trying to rest some guys. But um, – you know, Kyle, from from your time playing, like, you know, what do you expect from Coach Ferentz? Do you feel like they're going to rest a lot of guys? Because it feels like just that extra little bit of rest doesn't really seem to do a whole lot. Uh, in between onto a bye week, it's like, okay, like, you know, it almost makes them rusty from what we see from a fan perspective. But uh, from your experience with the program, what do you expect to see? I expect to see uh... – Iowa bringing all the guns uh, and finishing super, super strong. I think that yeah. the season, I think that the season already, you know, Coach Ferentz, I mean, everyone had, had written him off, you know, I mean, it's going to be the kind of same old story and, you know, it's quite pretty amazing. I mean, nine and two, you know, with pretty low scoring haphazard games, um, you know, throughout the entire season, really, there hasn't been anything that has blown any of us away. Um, so I think that, you know, personally, I mean, this might be a mixture of like what I want to see, <clears throat> but also, you know, gosh, they're going to the Big Ten Championship to play Ohio State. And I think that, uh, you know, there's, there's... Well, you called that game, huh? <laughs> yeah. You're saying they're going to beat the Michigan Wolverines. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That. So. Uh, all right. All right. Think, that's, all right. That's Kyle's pick. He picks Ohio State on Saturday. All right. Anyways. Keep no, going, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess on yeah. Saturday. But um, anyway, I think that there's a two part uh, underlying theme here. I think that uh, not only does Coach Ferentz and the coaching staff and the players want to make an impact and pound Nebraska into the dirt. But, you know, to send a message, you know, to uh, going into the, the Big Ten Championship game. And, um, I mean, just, you know, just think, if we lose against a team that is just trying to make a bowl game and we already have a bid into the Big Ten Championship game, like, that would look pretty bad, you know. And, like, um, you know, the psychology of sport is a wonder, is, is such a wondrous thing. And it, it really does affect your psyche 
uh, and how people mentally prepare for what's coming down the pipe. So we'll see, man. I think uh, they're going to hand it to them big time. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I hope I hope it is. I hope. I hope. Uh, Matt, Matt, sa- uh, Matt, Doc P says it's a trophy game border war. No rest. I completely agree. Um that's the way it needs to be. That's the mentality. This is a rivalry game. Okay. You know, I know it's not on that, on the level that Michigan, Ohio state is, but it wouldn't matter if that was already decided with those guys, they are going to bring out all the guns and play regardless. Uh, You know, Matt, what are your thoughts on them resting some guys? If we get up on them and score, then sure. Rest away, Kirk. But I mean, this is a rivalry game. It's gonna. It's it's the tone to the end of the season. You go out on top. You come into that Big Ten championship game that feeling that much more confident, that much more ready to play. You just all things clicking. I mean, that's where you want to be. You want to be out. You want to be out on top. Get that trophy back home. Uh, yeah. 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 This this team now has deserved to walk around with their heads high. You know what I mean? Like they've deserved now. They know that they're going to be playing the big 10 champion. So play like it, you know, like uh, come out and and play like it. Stop teetering around all this stuff. All these, it's weird that the whole season has kind of been like this. And it's not like one game has been bad. And then the rest of the games have been blowouts. It's every single game has been just an absolute nail biter fight to the end. Yeah. Sexy this and that, you know, I mean, come on. I, I get it. Punting is winning, but come on, we got to, that's terrible. It really is. If you look at it, it's terrible. (laughs) You don't want to be punting all the time. Uh, But uh, so, you know, that's, that's my thought process. Well, that's, you know, that's a big part of the reason too. Like, again, people are saying it's nice to see Brian Ferentz get that ending and got the Gatorade cooler dumped on his head and got his hair all messed up. You know, that was cool to see, you know, I'm I'm happy for him. And there a few people came out of the woodwork and they're like, Oh, do we regret pushing him out? No, we don't. I mean, it needed to happen, but at the end of the day, Brian's not a bad guy. And we, yeah, the players like him, which is great, but they're clearly needs to be a change at that position or at that um in that coaching position so you know he does need to go but we still wish him the best and we'd love to see him go out on a on a high note um doc p wants to know if uh are you hooligans going um you know we've we've talked back and forth i almost always go to this game um, I'm going to sound like a real pansy here, but the weather's supposed to be frigidly cold. And, um, you know, I, I'm trying to decide what to do because if I go to this one, then I'm not going to Indy. And if I go to the, you know, don't go to this one, then maybe I'll go to Indy, but you know, Matt, Matt, what's your feeling on this one? Like, are you going to either one? Are you going to Indy or Nebraska or anything? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really feel like going to, the Nebraska game either. Yeah. I feel like maybe going to Omaha and watching it at your house. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, for, for me, it's a, it's a hell of a drive. I'm not going, but right. <laughs> I will say my buddies I used to work with at Naval Special Warfare, they would say one is never too cold. One just doesn't have proper gear. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Lucas says Nebraska needs to bring back Mickey Joseph and Scott Frost for this game. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lucas, our chief meme uh, officer, had a pretty funny one. If you guys haven't seen on our Facebook page of Mickey Joseph and Scott Frost that I got a pretty strong laugh out of. So if you haven't seen that one, hop on our Facebook page and check it out. It's uh, it's definitely worth your time. Um, I, I don't know what to do. So, Matt, let me ask you this. for This will be the third time Iowa's played in Indy. And are you yeah. thinking you want to go to this one or you're like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I would, it'd be fun. It's probably one of the, it's probably the last time we're probably going to be there in a while since this new setup Maybe next ever. year and the years to come, we're going to have to change a lot of stuff to, to get there. We're going to have to play a lot better, <laughs> um, a lot tougher games. So <laughs> Uh, uh, South Bend Hawkeye says, "Will the Bushlight Delight Basement Adam and Deerskin Shirt Kyle be rolling into dirt, rolling <laughs> dirty into Indy?" Uh, yeah, I definitely am Basement Adam. That's a that's a valid name for sure. I'm definitely the Miller Light Delight. I'm definitely not the Bushlight. He's been calling you the Bushlight Delight lately. It's pretty damn funny. I gotta admit, I think it's funny. Um, but I don't know, like. I don't know, Matt. What do you what do you think about that? Are you thinking maybe you'll roll into Indy or no? We can, yeah, we can look at it. That'd be fun. Okay, I, I've never been. So, how much it, are tickets going right now? It's uh, they're not cheap. Depends on where you want to sit. Do you want to sit in the nosebleeds or no. be in a decent spot? You know, I if mean, I'm going, if I'm going, I'm sitting at a decent spot because I went and I sat kind of high up. It was I was sat in like the middle tier, like the second level up and it still was not great yeah. uh, being able to see so yeah the 400 level seats i think are at like 200 and some yeah well i'm out 40 I, I might get in trouble for telling uh the nebraska hawks nest world this but i do get emails from uh for legacy hawks every single game week and i just got a link to buy them for 150 bucks so really lower end Price level lower end. I don't know where it seats me. It does say if I buy these tickets, uh, they're allo. Like I, I don't know where I'm sitting. Basically, they're just 150 bucks. That's it. Are you considering going at all? I have considered. I just saw the date though, on December second. I'm thinking to myself, like, gosh, I don't even. Like, it scares me to go up and look at our master calendar to see how much shit we have for the next month because yeah. this is a very busy month for. Uh, you know, me in real estate, as well as just us as a family with friends and parties and this and that. Dude, Holly's birthday is Christmas Eve. You know how stressful this is for me? Like, yeah. <laughs> making sure I don't <laughs> screw this up. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, you know, again, if, you know, if we do go, this is likely the last time Iowa plays the Big Ten Championship in our lifetime. If things, well, you hopefully, know, but... hopefully not, but like, here's the, the deal. Like, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, you're never going to get there. There's a, lot, there's a lot of Hawkeye fans out there that think that as soon as we make a change, we're going to win national champions. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Anything, anything's possible. Anything's you be number possible. one or number one or number two in the Big Ten. I mean, the, the no. chances are there, but we got to start playing Penn State harder. We got to start playing Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, we got to play at that level. Yeah. So, and if we continue to play at the level we're playing at now, it's a miracle that 
again, we are the top tier of the mid-level teams. And yeah. we th- those teams don't get into conference championships when you get no. rid of divisions. So um, we played, this will be in three conference championships. And I think we would have only made one of those three if it would have been uh, no divisions. So you do the math. It's not going to be very often. No, no. And the thing is now, look at it like this, though. It's pretty relatively doable um, over the last decade. We've made it three times. So um, that'll tell you right there. You can I'm guessing unless we have a home run hire at head coach we might make it once every 15 to 20 years. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I know that sounds insane, but I'm, I'm being dead honest. So um, Chase, uh, we're not sure where we're going to sit. That's going to be a game time decision. So um, if we're going to go at all, it's, we're, I'm just not sure what to do. We originally planned yeah. on not going and now it's right. wavering. So we'll just, we're going to have to see, we have some extra things at play here that um, we are not at liberty to discuss. Um, uh, Doc P says Nebraska find a way to lose, or does Iowa find a way to win? I'd say, man, that's a, that's a great question. Um, under Matt, point. under Matt Rule, we're gonna have to find a way to win. I mean, I I don't know this this is gonna be a tough one. Um, and uh, Kenny says it's going to be a tough run against Nebraska. Deacon will have to play well. I'm a little nervous with uh, Purdy and his running ability. Like Chuba Purdy's looked pretty decent. You know, yeah, I watched him play that. They got out quick on Wisconsin and then slipped back. But, you know, we've seen that, you know, with, with this team at the end of the day, we could we could play with most Big Ten teams, but we could also get housed by a lot of them, too. But our, our defense always seems to keep us in games and we just need our offense just to squeak out enough. And, you know, we saw that like again, like if they could squeak out one to two touchdowns, then we're usually OK. But, um, you know, that's. That's the tough part about it. Um, and then it'll Matt's be a the- defensive battle. Uh, their defense is is probably their high point this year. Although their offense with Chuba Purdy has gotten a lot better. So between the two, it does scare me a little bit with Chuba being able to run. We struggle a little bit more with the running quarterback, so we're gonna have to contain him. Our linebackers uh, should be pretty good at, at that, but it's yeah. yeah. Um, Seth Ben Hawkeye says, okay, he's laying out the prices for us. He did all the homework for us right now. <laughs> Thanks. Seth. Um, so 200 level, 361. Wow. How, yeah. why is the 200 level higher than the 100 level? That's surprising. But I mean, if I had to pay 281 and I could sit at the 100 level, that's really not. <clears throat> so, or maybe is it in reverse or something like the 300 levels, 350? I don't know. Like, I'm not I'm confused by that, huh? But I know that game can get super expensive, so I have yeah. a little PTSD walking in that place because I'm 0 2 watching us in Big Ten championships there. So, um, you know, it's it's going to be tough. Um, Drew says new record in Vegas for a total 26 and a half. Now is the time to take the over. I, yeah, maybe I agree, I agree on that one. I actually yeah. do. I think I agree on the over on that one. I. Honestly, if I would on and oddly enough, here here's kind of my thoughts in, on the prediction of the game. I really think that if we would have lost against Illinois, I would have I'd feel pretty good about us beating Nebraska. I'd feel a lot better about it because I feel like you know, we had a lot more to play for. But again, I hope I hope I'm wrong, and I hope we come in here and just 
plow them over because you got to realize again, like we talked about before, this is a rivalry game. It's a border battle. It's a trophy game. And regardless of where we stand, like, you know, we want to win this game and we want to go into the big 10 championship with some momentum. And, you know, even if we're a little banged up, resting guys, isn't going to bring back four torn ACLs, you know, it's just not going to, it's not going to do it. So, um, Matt, from what you've seen from Nebraska, and um, we're just going to touch on this a little bit more, and then I want to talk a little bit about your experience at the the women's basketball game uh, sure. just the other night. But from your experience uh, at watching Nebraska and how we've uh, kind of evolved over this season for Iowa, what are your thoughts on this game? How, how do you feel like this one's going to go? It's it's t- it's going to be a defensive battle. Um, our O line is going to have to step it up. And give uh, Deacon some some protection uh, when he has time to throw. I mean, his reads are pretty good. Uh, I don't know. It's this game is always. I, I worry a little bit about uh, our corners in this one. Uh, they're gonna be guns blazing. They're gonna. I mean, this is for a bowl game for them. So. They don't win, they don't go. They win, they go. So they're gonna be, they're gonna be fired up. They're gonna be ready to play. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. I don't know if it's gonna be a blowout like Kyle said. I hope he's right, but I just, uh, yeah, they've got a lot to play for. I think this is gonna be Deacon Hill's best game. You think so? Yeah, he's gotten better every game these last three games. He has gotten better. He has looked a lot better and. If he cannot turn the ball over um, and make some passes and move the ball down the field, and we can win that fit field position battle, and the and the run game breaks open, and you know, there's teams that have had really good running games against Nebraska, and that is, you know, if we can get their run game going, we're tough to beat. So, I mean, there's there's a lot in our favor there too. All right. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Um, I, we put in a call to, um, some people that like to support this show and, um, we're just checking to see if by chance that they would be willing to help fund our trip. And, um, I, I don't know. I I'm still waiting to hear back from the sponsor Uh, of ours and we, we will find out, um, it's a candle empire called candles by candy oh, yeah so hoping that we will get some support on that front and uh when you run a candle empire 
You just you have d- deep, limitless pockets, and you can fund a couple of three degenerates to go to Indy for a Big Ten championship. So, um, I don't know, Kyle's um, Kyle's thinking it over. Kyle, if you're able to swing us good tickets, you, um, all I'm going to say is if you're in, I'm in. Okay. So there you if, you, go. If, you, if you can swing it, Matt and I will be there. If you can, if you could swing it, so. Um, a hundred percent. Um, let's see here. Um, South Bend Hawkeye says 2021. I got whiskified Canadian club. Ooh, Matt, you hey. know that. Is. Matt yeah. knows that and took oh, a 30 minute yeah. drunken snooze by the bums and a railroad bridge. <laughs> Not my best moment. The bums were admiring my dress coat. Uh, so they, <laughs> so they left me alone. That's <laughs> another, class, <laughs> another classic story from South Bend Hawkeye. That's fantastic. You like me some CC. I'm going to say that from now on when you get whiskified. <laughs> I've, I've never heard that before. So I'm going to get whiskified Friday at your house. Okay. All right. Jeez. Well, it, it, the guy, it, guys too, if we don't end up um, going to the game, we will be available for adult beverage consumption services after, after the football game in the Omaha Metro area. So you, you guys know how to get a hold of us. So even if that doesn't happen, you know, I do want to, uh, I do want to say that I looked on Candy's website and ordered myself for this week, a burnt corn husker candle scent candle. And it smells fabulous. Burnt corn. Oh, burnt corn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, Candy does it again. Now, she I is amazing. Breaking out burnt corn the scent of champions i love it um if you guys would like to try um oh, a, bur- yeah. a burnt corn candle courtesy of the most delicious the most exotic the most fragrant candles known to man oh yeah reach out to us and we'll get you connected with candles by candy it's a it's a tradition that's as old as time all right um <laughs> So, um, Doc wants to know if Candy has an only only fans page. Uh, uh, fund the friendos. That's fantastic. She should. That would would (laughs) probably make it. You know, I I think Candy, if you're listening, write write and Dale Brennan a check for ten thousand (laughs) dollars and keep your liver spotted hands off my mother. She's a saint. And um, get your only fans page going (laughs) because. We want to go. We want to go to Indy. Um, Erica says, "Wouldn't be an episode of Nebraska Hawks without candles." LOL. Erica is one of our favorite contributors to the show. She's always got a lot of great things. Um, <laughs> Hawkeye Howard, hey Hawkeye fans, I knew we would win. Go Hawks! He Hawkeye Howard, he, he called it last week. Um, let's talk talk a little bit about this Illinois game. Um, I thought that one was. I thought we were dead in the water on that one. I didn't think there was a chance in hell we were going to pull that one out. And somehow they did, and I could not believe it. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on the, the Illinois game? And Kyle, especially I want to hear from you, Kyle, do you got a little bit more bragging rights in the neighborhood now? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, I do, yeah, definitely. And, you know, what? The, uh, to backtrack a little bit, <clears throat> my uh, neighbor across that I can, I think last episode I talked about how I could probably throw an egg at his house from my deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
he's got his Nebraska flag out flying high. So I don't know if he's tuning into the episodes or not, but he didn't have that last week. So okay, I don't know. But uh, right. you know, the, the the Illinois game. You know, all I have to all I have to say is I'm a big Brett Bielema fan, and it was good to see him. Um, you know, last game at Kinnick uh, for Brian Ferentz. You know, like it was it was emotional for me to watch that. I mean, because I know you know how that is. I didn't experience it. You know, having a last coach game at Iowa, but again, to see all those uh, kids, you know, rally behind him and patting him on the head and doing the the Gatorade thing. I mean, it just you know it it hits a couple strings because it goes to show that he clearly was making an impact on those kids, and uh, that's big, man. It really is, and it stands for the Iowa way. You know, like creating football, not just football players, but but uh, you know, good good folks for life and. Uh, Anyway, that choked me up a little bit. But, uh, you know, Drew Stevens, you know, I'm going to harp on this one. This late in the season, you shouldn't be missing field goals, man. You just should not be. I don't care how young he is. He's had a couple. This is his second starting year, right? Yeah. He's kicked quite a few field goals in some pressure situations. You know, I I understand that uh, it it does happen sometimes. But uh, in a game like that, when the, the final score is only 13 to 15, Woof, he's lucky that that missed field goal wasn't the difference. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I, I know that I missed, I missed several. You know, I think in three years, three starting seasons, I only missed like uh, I think fifteen field goals or something like that out of fifty-three. I kicked fifty-three. I know that, but you know, we also scored a shit ton of touchdowns. Yeah. So I never, you know, other than the Penn State game six to four, I mean, you guys would know better than me. So that's why I don't think there was another game where it came down that close. And um, anyway, Drew Stevens, come on, bud, pick it up. Let's go. Did you see Kyle on that extra point that he missed? Because I thought he just hooked it at first and then it looked like they got a piece on it. Is he just not getting enough lift on the ball when he kicks those? You know, man, I, I without looking at it, going back and looking at it uh, in depth, um, you know, extra points are those kind of things where, like, uh, if you are not – I mean, you just got to be locked in 100% all the time. You have to treat it like it's a 50-yard game winner. You just hit – you have to. And, and there are some kickers out there, some of the guys that I train too, they do this where they know it's an extra point, so they kind of do it haphazardly. Um, you know what I mean? They don't care as much because it's so close. And I'm telling you, man, when you miss an extra point, uh, again, like, it shouldn't be happening, but it does. Um, like <laughs> – you better be uh, expecting some people to be yelling at you because, again, like it's an extra point, you know. Like I could probably do it blindfolded with my left foot, uh, but things do happen too. Like you got to remember, it's a whole operation. You got snap, hold, kick. You've got a lot of moving parts. Um, but uh, yeah, it's this late in the game. Um, he should be super automatic with, yeah. everything, with everything he does. He's hit some crazy difficult field goals, and then he misses some that look like gimmies. Like he, yeah. when he, when he gets up there, we've just gotten spoiled as Iowa fans with the kickers that we've had for quite some time that you just expect it to go in. Right. And he's been up there. I get nervous because the consistency yeah. has not been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I want to switch over real quick to Matt. Matt was just um, actually got to Iowa City here the other night for the uh, Drake and Iowa women's basketball game. And um, I watched that one on TV and it was a pretty good game. But Matt, what was your experience yeah. like going to Carver Hawkeye and watching the greatest women's basketball player of all time, Caitlin Clark? Yeah, she struggled a little bit at first. Uh, missed some threes coming out. Uh, 
I tell you what, that game was fast. I mean, up and down the court going, and we had a lot of contribution from some of the other gals on the team. Uh, Kate Martin had a heck of a game. Caitlin did score over 30. I think she had 35 by the end of it. She, she had, I don't remember, she got like tripped or something in the second half and mm-hmm. was trying to get the ref's attention and kind of jawing a little bit and went off. <laughs> she went down the, down the court, launched a three, came back down, played defense. I think she had like seven points or eight points or something in like a minute or less. It was like, she just took that game and then uh, down low, they just handled it down low. There was just no, no answer for that. Yeah. So it was really fun. 113 to 90. I mean, high scoring, high flying game. The, the stadium was loud The or the, stadium the carver hawk arena was loud it was it was packed and everybody was cheering so it was it was a fun time it was a late night monday was today was rough with uh work and everything but it was it was worth it seeing those girls play. it was super i was wondering i was wondering about that I'm like he's gonna get home really late yeah it was about 10 to midnight Ooh. yeah it was uh it was rough today old guys like us struggle with that yeah it was a it was oh man well <laughs> speak, speaking of struggling i'm having a really difficult time now deciding what what i'm gonna do um i can tell you that indy if you have if you're a hawkeye fan and you haven't been to a big 10 championship it's kind of a must-have you gotta do it you gotta try it um it, it's like essentially a hawkeye game and bowl game on steroids it's like almost like i'd say a mini super bowl weekend type of atmosphere it's obviously not as big as that but you know downtown indy just really adopts it and it uh it's a good time you get to hang out with a ton of hawkeye fans and have drinks and that's essentially all you're doing is bar hopping at all the bars around the whole area which it's surrounded with bars around that whole stadium and yeah. you're bouncing around, having drinks, getting into fun conversations with Hawkeye fans. So it's definitely, uh, you know, I know we lost both times I went, but I had an absolute blast every single time I was there. Hawkeye fans drank every bar out of Bushlight. Yeah, and Drew says the Tilted Kilt. That's a good one. I have, um, I've been there. There is a lot of, I mean, there's Hawkeye bars down there, but all bars kind of turn into Hawkeye bars when. When you know when the Hawkeyes are in town, they they travel really really well. So um, sure. I don't know. We're gonna have to probably reconnect on that one and and talk it over and see what we decide. And I don't know if old our old friend uh, Kyle Schlicker twists our arm with a deal on tickets. We might have to <laughs> we might have to we might have to make a drive, pick up Matt sure. Matt and the Nebraska Hawks and his family van, pick him up and go pick up Kyle. Maybe Lucas will even come down. Maybe his wife will let him come out and play for an afternoon. Probably not, but maybe. Lucas only gets to go to like one game a year. That's it. Dang, Luke. He's locked down. He was one senior at that one game. You need to make it to more. That was his one. That's it. He doesn't get to come out for anymore. It's great seeing him. Well, I mean, it's it's not. He made a pretty awesome video while he was there. It was awesome. Yeah, that that the Kyle Schlicker interview video was fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm just um, checking in. Uh, Doc B says so. It looks like Citrus Bowl versus Ole Miss. That's what it's looking like. 
Um, be a good, that'd be a good bowl game. Yeah. Um, it sounds like Lane Kiffin might be uh, heading to Texas A&M from what I keep hearing. Wow. So that's, that's high potential. So I don't know. Um, Ole Miss with, you know, again, like I, and that's why I get a little bit bored with this because it's like, okay, we play, we play in the citrus bowl or the outback bowl every year. And I know that's first world problems and complaining it, but you know what? I'd like to see us win the damn Big Ten championship and go on and and you know play in the Rose Bowl or something. That's what I want to see. That would be cool. I want to see something like that. So um, we got a lot of people in the thread talking about getting a camper and bringing a camper down. How much fun would that be? Getting a camper and taking that to Indy. I mean, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, South Bend Hawkeye says Cotton Bowl versus Bam after we upset OSU. I mean, that'd be amazing. Um, I'd be driving down to the Cotton Bowl for that one. That'd be one I'd want to go see. That'd be crazy. You got to see these ones, man. Like you only live once. You only get to see wow. these. That you would know, be insane. You, you got to think about it as a diehard Hawkeye fan. You know, you're however many years old on your deathbed, and you'd be like, "Yeah, well, I didn't go to any of these cool games, but I watched them on TV." It's not really the same, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of cool, and you kind of wish you would have been. Um, uh, you're gonna wish you were there. Trust me, at least once. You know, you can't go every year, um, yeah. but at least get down there one time and check it out. That's my recommendation. Indy's an absolute blast. Um, uh, Erica says, since you brought up the coaching carousel, who who should be our next offensive coordinator? Um, all know. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be an um, if if it's not Lavar Woods, it's gonna be an underwhelming hire. It's going to be somebody we're like, really? That's who we're going. Probably an offensive coordinator that produces about 24 to 25 points a game to play complimentary football. And I mean, it's just as long as long as Kirk's under under helm, it's not going to be anything to write home about. I'm, you know, we, there's a lot of fun that bands are having a, a good time talking about it. It's not something that I'm going to get wrapped up in because it's going to be something where I know we're going to get our hopes up and, um, you know, I'm jumping a few comments here because Erica brought this up and I've heard Paul Christ has been a hot name for the offensive coordinator position. The other one that keeps coming up, you wonder the hot rumor in Nebraska is, and I'm not just saying this Scott Frost. A lot of people are saying that they've talked to him because Scott and Kirk apparently have a really good relationship. Really? Yeah. And um, Kirk's talked to him. Don't know how good of an idea that would be, you know, I know the local bars in Iowa City would be excited about that, but um, uh, Ooh, spice it up. I mean, I'd I'd be a fan of Scott Frost coming in. I'd be a fan of Pat, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald coming in too. Pat Fitzgerald, yeah, pretty damn cool. Like you know, think about it. Like Pat Fit, Pat, Fit, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald, even if it's just for a couple of years, to like really turn everything upside down. Think about how much of a media buzz and like. Yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty crazy, you know, and of course he'd probably just be temporary because you know, Pat Fitzgerald is looking for a head coaching job somewhere. Right. Yeah. But yeah. that'd be pretty darn cool. Even if it's just for a few years, you know, a couple of years. And actually this guy, this brings me to uh, uh, talking about this stuff. I don't know if you caught Nate Kading's uh, article that he, uh, he was a guest commentator on Hawk Central. Um, and the yeah. title of it is Iowa football doesn't change much. And that's, and that's a good thing for Hawkeye fans. It's actually a great read. You know, he's a super intelligent guy. Uh, and, you know, 
you guys know me. I sat behind Kading and for for a couple of years, and you know he made a big impact on my life going forward too. So anything he turns out, I take the, take the point to read. But if anybody has uh, read that, uh, chiming in, let me know. It's it's a pretty good uh, read. It just you know kind of gives a snapshot of like, hey everyone, settle down. You know it's Coach Ferentz. We still love him. Yeah, he's going to be leaving soon, most likely. But uh, let's appreciate what we have for right now. You know. Yeah, and. You know, there, there is things about it that I appreciate, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're at the point where, you we know, need to switch gears. Yeah. I want, I want it too, man. Trust me. I want, I want to brag national championships. I want to be, you know, playing against the Bamas and the Ohio States, you know, and competing, you know, actually not right. just going and getting to that level and then flopping. Yeah. No. Yep. And South Bend Hawkeye says it'll be whoever plays it will play puppet to the puppet master, which is a hundred percent what I think is going to happen. Um, you know, if this could be a, a game changing, a program changing hire for us, if Kirk stays out of it. And like I had said before, you know, if we look at the, the defense, Kirk leaves it alone and our defense is elite. Special teams, Kirk leaves it alone. Our special teams are elite. The offense, he's all up in it all the time, and we've had nothing but problems. And you need to just sit back and let the guy do his job. And bring in somebody. I, I know we're not going to bring someone in that's going to have you know a spread offense. We're going to be winging the ball down the field. I get that, and we're okay right. with that. But you know, at least be in the top seventy and total offense in the country, please. That would help a lot. Yeah. Um, Erica says no flipping way to Scott Frost. Um, (laughs) no frosty. I'm going to be honest with you. Like now, how funny would that be as much as we've made fun of him and as much crap as we flipped at at him on this podcast and he, he, the funny like world that we live in, he ends up being our offensive coordinator. How funny would that be? I, what a crazy world. I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't care. If if he could produce some points, and again, it's not going to be a sexy hire like that. Kirk's not about that. It's going to be a boring one that barely even makes the back page of the news. It's right. going to be something that we don't care about. He probably um, already knows who it's going to be. He probably already does. And you know what? If I had to guess, I think it's going to be LeBar Woods. He's going to promote him from within, and then we're going to promote another coach to special teams. So um, that th- I would be shocked if it's not LeBar Woods. That, right. that's that's my take on it so um if he does as well on offense as he does did with the special teams though might might be a good hire you know i i don't know how Co- coach woods with his offensive philosophy i don't know what it is at all but you know that that hire makes a lot of sense on multiple fronts because especially with coach woods never had been an offensive coordinator before Kirk can kind of get him to do what he wants to do. Right. And you know, that that's where we're going to be. But again, you know, if we have coach Woods in there, how much different is it going to be from what we've been getting for the last six, seven years? You know, it, it might be a little better, but it's not going to be anything that's you know crazy improvement. So South Bend Hawkeye says, I take that young energetic and we'll get, after KF, Patty Fitz is still tainted goods until his lawsuits resolved. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that. Yeah, that you know, again, I'd be shocked if we go after any of these guys. If you know, University if, of Iowa isn't going to touch that with with that lawsuit at hand. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 
I agree. And Erica says she thinks she she would cry if Scott Frost. <laughs> I, Erica, I I get where you're coming from on that. I fully sympathize. <laughs> but when if if Frosty, the coach man, goes in there and starts putting up 35 to 30 points a game on offense. I think those tears would dry up or at least turn into tears of joy. Tears of joy. Yeah, pretty, pretty quick. So um, let's see. Um, Deft into Arlo. Hopefully these three bring the nest to Indy as well. I can do a Hawkeye podcast and not come to the biggest. Can't do a Hawkeye podcast and not come to the biggest game. Kyle especially. Step up the sales and spend that Chi-Town suburb money. (laughs) 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 I love it. I love it. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. They're valid, valid points. 100% valid. And so we've been to, Matt, geez, what, we've been to two games so far this year? And yeah, I've been to three. You've been to three. I've been to two. And then I went with my wife to Notre Dame. So, uh, yeah, and all three of them we won. Yeah, that's true. So maybe you need to take, <laughs> maybe you need to take your happy ass to Lincoln on yeah. Friday and make sure that, that it happens. Uh, stresses me out to go to Lincoln. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. No, and um, I think uh, next podcast, guys, um, we're going to be having our end of the year awards, the net, the nesties, as we call them, and we're going to be naming our fan of the year. So, um, yeah, and now's your time to campaign. Um, and, um, you know, I, I don't know if we got uh, a fan of the year definitely would have this very nice shirt on that I see all three of us have on boys. You're looking um, pretty sharp and you're new Nebraska Hawks nest NHN gear. Very nice. So, um, you know, I think and you guys tell me your opinion is if we're going to pick a fan of the year, should they own a Nebraska Hawks nest t-shirt or hat? already own one yes what do you think i mean that should play a part of it there should be a percentage involved in in owning gear okay or or should it be their their uh contributions to the discussions yeah throughout, that's a big part throughout the year too i mean you know i'm just throwing this out there that's you know maybe they can't afford the 22 dollar t-shirt True. that's fair that's fair <laughs> You know, I get that. That's, you know, everyone has their own individual circumstances. A percentage on, you know, so many percentage of your point scale goes to gear. So, so many goes to contributions and you kind of mix it up a little bit. I mean, yeah, well, you could be all in on contributions and not own it and still get it. 
and then pivotal discussion they, points every time they made us laugh, chuckle, whatever my you know, like I mean, it, you know, so <laughs> just trying to think of other angles here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, guys. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to hit on the on this pod? I mean, it's it's Husker Hate Week, and I know it's a big week. It's a big week. We got to go into this one and pull out a victory, and then we'll be having the Nesties next week where we announce our fan of the year. And uh, we usually give out a little bit of a prize and award for that. So um, I'm excited to do that. We usually do that once a year. This will be our third one I think we've done before. So first year we didn't do it. Second and third year we did. So it was year <clears> four. We're going we're gonna to do it. So we'll see who we choose for that one. So we're going to have to have a, a Nebraska Hawks teleconference with uh, some adult beverages in hand and talk about who there we're going to go. choose for that one. But it'll be weighted. It'll be has Nebraska Hawks as gear at some point and their contributions to the page. So, and, you know, and, and the podcast as well. So I'll be a big part of it. So I'm going to get your guys's picks um, in the stream too. We want you guys to uh, comment right now, what you think the score of the game will be on Friday. Um, Matt, the Miller light delight. Want to go with you uh, start out. What is your pick for the score for the game on Friday? I, oh man, pick for the score. Yep, actual score. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with 14 to 17 Iowa. Okay. All right, 14, 14, 7. 14 to 17. Oh, 14, 17. Okay. All right, so Iowa's gonna win. Erica guesses oh, the same wow. score. You Great minds think alike, I think. Yeah, you and Erica are on the same page. All right. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, she says, OMG, same as me. It's a great call, Erica. Um, all right, Kyle, what do, who are you taking in this one, and what score do you think it's going to be? I'm taking Iowa, and I, I do think that they're going to put up uh, at least 35 points. Okay. Wow. I envision 35 points. Uh, Down their throat. Okay. You know, if I, had, if I had to put a number on it, I think that uh, it's going to be at least 35 to 17. Okay. That'd be awesome. Right. That happens. Um, I mean. <laughs> this is comment, right of the, comment of the night right here. I was going to do to Nebraska what Lawrence Phillips did to Scott Frost after he found him with his lady. <laughs> 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 Pull him out of the closet. <sighs> yeah, that was a – I'll tell you what um, – Nebraska has, if they don't, if they have anything, they have really embarrassing, funny stories that they've provided over the years with all this stuff. I mean, they're an endless supply of things to laugh about. I mean, the, that, that stuff happens with, you know, Scott Frost and Lawrence Phillips and the guy ends up coming back and being your coach. And then all of that stuff goes down. And then Mickey Joseph comes in runs the team for two weeks and then comes home and has a spousal abuse incident. And then he's fired. It's just like, I don't know. I'm sorry, but that program has been nothing but an embarrassment for the last decade. But again, they might get us. So um, you, you just, you just never know. Um, I, and this one, I think it's going to be tough. Um, I am, I'm going to go 24, 10 Iowa. That's, it's my 24 pick. 24-10. 24-10 like So I, w- I would be very happy with that one. Hawkeye Howard says Iowa 21, Nebraska 3. I would love that too. Um, KH says 13-3 to 3, Iowa. Okay, we got a lot of 
I feel like realistic uh, scores here. South Bend Hawkeye, Iowa 31, Nebraska 9. Um, I like that. Uh, Erica says you guys should do a pod during the off season with those funny stories. Um, I think we're going to do one a month. I think we're looking at doing, we usually take time off in the off season. We all have pretty busy jobs. So Eric, I think we're going to commit to definitely doing one a week. And I think we'll try to set those in advance so we can promote when those are going to be and, mm-hmm. and let people know. I think that would be good to do. Um, and then um, let's see here. Casey's saying 24, 14. I'm guessing that's Iowa um, by his picture. I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> okay. And then um, see, are they going to wheel old ass Osborne into Memorial stadium on Friday? South Ben mm-hmm. Hawk. I said, um, I don't know. I, I saw coach Osborne in Lincoln, not very long ago and he's still walking around on his own. So um, he, uh, they bring him around whenever they can. So um and then uh, up, Adam, uh, I do want uh, to uh, bring up how how much activity we have from Husker fans on our page. Uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about it, that? It's uh, it's pretty entertaining. There was a <laughs> there was a guy saying they were going to win two years in a row, and one of our fans said, "Well, the eight years before that, how'd that go for you?" And instant instantaneous we have five national championships no, <laughs> so i i had to comment on it i'm like mm. that's the husker go-to arsenal it's like you guys don't even know what you're talking about and then they're like well how many do you have and i'm like well we do have five they're really old but they are there yeah let me and let me let me let me let goes, ahead, iowa has bad corn and i'm like <laughs> you okay. like you're in the desert dude <laughs> Yeah, your sandy corn with your crappy soil. Yeah. I, sorry, like, I, and that's when you know it's Iowa, Nebraska, when we're fighting about corn. Um, <laughs> I know, right? I felt, yeah, yeah. felt a little bit like a homer. I, um, I called him a Nebraska homer for saying the five national. That's their <clears throat> guys. Let me let me pitch you this lot live on the pod. Let's. I'm going to pitch this. Okay, so Hawkeye Howard came up with this idea, and it really kind of rang home with me. Why don't we do a quick pregame pod? Like a little almost college game day on Friday, yeah. Before the game, sure. You guys, you guys down for that? Sure. All right. I can, uh, like what, like ten o'clock or something? I don't. What do you, I don't. I don't really want to do it during games, so maybe ten a.m. might be the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. Pre game. What do you got? I don't know. You guys, let us know what you think well, about be, that. I should, I should be able to be there by ten if we're watching at your house, anyways, and not going to the game, which we've been harassed about. All right. I mean, in their defense, we are the Nebraska Hawks nest, and we're not going to the Nebraska it. Iowa game. Like I think I we deserve it. a lot of crap. But for we that, will be so. in Nebraska to watch it. Does that count? Yeah, and we will, like I said, partake in an adult beverage with any of you Hawkeye fans after the game. So um, we we will update you guys on what we're going to be doing on Friday. But I think we're going to come back with a, a pod on Friday morning around 10 a.m. So guys, we'll have to get together on that and be um, be. Uh, planned so um guys it was fun as always and i will we'll see all you guys probably friday morning hopefully right before we start putting the beat down on nebraska all righty sounds good good all right guys go hawks go hawks